Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers Podcast. What's up, Panthers fam? boy tony dunn they call me the professor it's tuesday night 9 p.m where we chop up the latest panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective each and every week i do it with an amazing group of people and the first and foremost on that list cody lasney welcome to the party my friend what's up brother it's another tuesday night and the chat room is already lit we have the long times underground west susan deans jeremy clancy my boy pigskin pete all the three, it's another lit Tuesday night. We've got a few things to talk about. We've got a bunch of cat calls tonight. We've got a ton of stuff to talk about. Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it, but to do it, brother, let's roll. Tonight's um, show is Panthers expected to be mediocre and training camp nears. we got a lot of things to talk about, specifically the hate that has continued. You know it's July and football is approaching because people – are talking junk about the Carolina Panthers. They're saying the audio is low. Guys, we have just last moment, about 15 minutes ago, had to change the streaming platform because we kept free. I, I kept freezing up. I don't know what's, what, what that is. So, But we're here. We're live. We got it fixed. This is live broadcast for you. All right, tonight's yes, show, we, we are going to – so you come with the bumps and the bruises and all that. So tonight we've got to talk about um, – this strange reemergence of Cam hate that if you guys haven't listened to, we did a double or nothing podcast. Um, and what, what that is, is our version of the talking dead. We did that Sunday night. 
first episode, one of three, and we kind of gave our thoughts. It's a spoiler thing. We've tried to separate it from the show. So if you have not watched the All or Nothing series, you know, we're going to try not to talk too much about that tonight. We have that separate podcast because we want to honor people's experience when it comes to the documentary and, and the reveals and that type of thing. But strangely, you you have already seen that, and it's not strange that we know this, but Cam Newton, you know, seemingly dispels a lot of those narratives in the show. But it is July, and the Cam Newton hate has resurged. There are people despite the evidence of the show, continue to just say the same exact things. Colin Cowherd, one of those people, not surprising, but Reggie Bush joins the Hater Squad. We'll be talking about that tonight. We have a ton of cat calls and a little bit of the USA rankings. Cody, I was thinking maybe we could also uh, quickly... Not with a lot of uh, discuss over too much discussion. Pick and see if we think that USA Today is right. Okay. All right. So uh, your list is a C three Panthers podcast. Thank you so much for the people in the chat room. Uh, we want to encourage you to help grow Panther Nation with us by smashing that like button. Right, hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the show, and what you can really truly do is tell a friend or someone on social media about the show. Send them a personal note with a link to the show. It really helps to get ad viewer after viewer, and in that process, what we are doing is we are growing Panther Nation together and creating a community. Let's go ahead and jump into this, Cody. Strangely, there has emerged, is it, actually, is it surprising do you find it surprising that a group of people continue to say things such as Cam Newton is acting when the camera is on him or he doesn't read his playbook enough that that he doesn't work out enough that he is too focused on his brand after watching All or Nothing without spoiling that, does it surprise you, July, that this Cam hate Cam Newton hate exists? No. How could it surprise it? it you're not a Panther fan and surprised by by Colin Cowherd and Reggie Bush shitting all over Cam Newton. Uh, listen, let's set the record straight here. Reggie Bush was a fantastic college football player, but he really didn't do a damn thing in the NFL. He was a good he, pro. He, he was a good and, pro. He was an they, he, he was supposed to be the original Alvin Kamara, the do and Christian McCaffrey, the do it all running back, the the guy that can catch the passes and take it up the middle. But Reggie Bush never panned out to be anything close to that. He just so happened to win the Super Bowl because he was on a good football team with a good quarterback and a good coach. So Reggie Bush talking shit about one of the hardest working quarterbacks in the NFL is funny to begin with, but he's also a boring analyst. Like he never has anything interesting to say. He's not, doesn't add anything good to the conversation. He never has a great point. And listen, we already know who Colin Cowherd is at this point. He has had his mind made up that Cam Newton is a diva, only cares about himself, has never done anything that wasn't for the best interest of himself, isn't a team player. All these bullshit narratives that we have known to be false forever now. So it's to the point where 
uh, I'm done seeking the validity to these media members where it's never going to happen. Cam Newton could have been five Super Bowls, and they'll never shut their mouths. They'll just continue to do it. So I don't even care no more. All right. Well, let's hear this. So if you haven't heard, well, first, before we get into the clip of Colin Cowherd and Reggie Bush, is this is on local radio. If you're following on Twitter, I have not been listening to WFNZ a ton. I did listen the day before, like right around the day uh, it was debuted and the day before because they have media access. So I did not listen on Monday or Tuesday, and this is where the Cam Newton haters had a weekend to prepare their ridiculous and raunchous accusations and takes but there is this strange i don't know if they're trolling us if they're how hard they labor over these claims but to me we're watching the same we're looking at the same thing and the same object and we are seeing two different images and it's just is that i think you're right cody is you shouldn't be surprised but i still am maddened by it I'm still surprised by it when I think that you can see blatant evidence and then draw a different conclusion. I just continue to think, I think politics right now. That's how I think about politics is like, we could say it's just like, it doesn't matter what we're, we got blinders on. We've already made up our minds. That's why everyone's made up their minds and, and whatever they view, it's going to reaffirm their own biases. So you and I, knowing that Cam Newton is a hard worker and a team player and someone that's trying to be a leader on the football team, you and I watched the show and saw those same things reinforced. Yet these people that have done nothing but shit on a far more talented person, than they're just going to continue to run with these same narratives, even though they saw the same things that we did. They're just looking but for the same But am I the biased person? I start stuff. to... I start to question myself at that point. Am I the weirdo? But no, I firmly believe this is that <laughs> these assholes haven't watched the mess. So here, here's the clip. No. Let's let's listen to it together. This is Reggie Bush on the herd with Colin Kelturd. It's long, so we're gonna have Reggie to go Bush through it together, guys. And right, so I, I haven't heard, heard all of this, by the way. Mm-hmm. Please, in the chat, Cam tell Newton, me if the audio is messed up. Uh, it confirmed a lot of my criticisms. But that's how I, I would view it. It confirmed our criticism. We started our show with it. Confirmed yeah. our this thing is about worship. junk food, cigars, fashion, <laughs> junk food. None. I mean, none. And Jake, I'm always what ready do you to make fight, of it? Man. Am I being too critical? What do, What do you make of it? I don't think you're being too critical ready, because though. if you're going to put yourself out there on one side as this is my brand, this is what I stand for, well, then you better go take care of the football field side because I think social media has driven the younger generation to be more focused on their brand first than the sport that has afforded them to be able to do these things, right? It's brand then football where i'm not saying cam newton doesn't work hard um but you can work okay. hard all right and still not be all in all right you can you can let's stop work hard and finish still, your sentence reggie um, douche come up short right because this game the nfl level is extremely hard it's, it's inches it's a game. okay all right so let's start with that <sighs> let me say this is any mother joker 
who says, um, I'm not saying that he here, this was this was words again. This it's real. It's this in the sport that has afforded him to be able to uh, has driven the younger generation to be more focused on their brand first than the sport. He says, I'm not saying Cam Newton doesn't work hard, right? It's brand then football where I'm not saying Cam Newton doesn't work hard. All right. So that's my point. When you say, I'm not saying saying Cam Newton doesn't work hard. You are saying he doesn't work hard. They're so dumb, dude. They're so stupid, Tony. How are these people this stupid and and then have a job on the air? They showed you the amount of pain that the man went through through the end of uh, the season uh, when he couldn't uh, throw the damn football. Oh, yeah, uh, no, he's not all into it. He's not really giving it his all. Like, dude, these people are idiots, man. Like, dude, if I say, idiots. hey, there was this great, I remember, I liked Jim Rome back in the day. Is I thought he was a great radio guy. And Jim Rome, at one point when he had Rome on the television show, maybe it was the, the radio show. He hadn't had been on TV yet. And Bill Parcells was the coach of the Dallas Cowboys, right? And the and the Bill and the Dallas Cowboys at the time had gotten beaten in this game, and a trick the other team had a trick play on them. Right, so some sort of fake kick or some something like that. You know what I'm saying? Fake field goal, fake punt, whatever it was. And in the press conference, Bill Parcells says, "Look, no offense, but that's what we call a jap play." And what a jap play being a trick, a sneak attack because of Pearl Harbor. All right, that's the. That's the reference he made. And I just remember at an early age, I was like in my teens, and I heard Jim Rome go, anytime someone says, no offense, be prepared to be offended. You know, and that's what it is. I'm not saying Cam Newton works hard, but that's exactly what I'm implying. And by the way, let me also make sure that I point this out here. Those are the actions of a beta male. So I know it might have some females. In, <laughs> you just in, in called the, him a cook. A beta male. So well, listen, <laughs> the, for, for any of the women in the chat room, a real man doesn't say, oh, well, I'm not saying he does this, but then blah, 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 and say the same thing. No, you say what you believe and you and you just put it out there. But that's not what Reggie Bush was doing. Reggie Bush was saying, oh, I'm not saying he's this, but yeah, he's basically this. But dude, you're a coward. You're only known for being a college football player. Reggie Bush is never going into the Hall of Fame. Reggie Bush was never the reason why the Saints won a football game because of some fantastic game by Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush was a mediocre talent, and Cam Newton is a person that can put a football team on his shoulders season after season. So, yeah, Colin Cowherd, we all hate him whenever, but Reggie Bush especially needs to shut up. All right. Because you're talking what's about the, an what, inferior athlete. What's the junk food reference, though? Is that going back to his rookie season or second-year season where he said he likes Skittles? Are we talking about I mean, that Colin Cowherd well is saying that my man likes candy? Have you looked at Cam Newton's body? Number one. Number two... 
Go watch his vlog. I was catching up on his vlog today. He's still vegan. Yeah. He's out there taking comedians to eat this mess. He's eating cauliflower salad, and that's it. Did you see the one he uploaded today where he went to the Peloton bicycle thing? Yes. I. Yeah, you dude. know what? How about this? You know, I actually was so excited by the video. This shows you branding yeah. and how much I love. I went and Googled Peloton biking. Like I was gonna go buy one, and it said twenty seven hundred bucks, seventy dollars a month. I was like, nah, fuck, yeah, uh, nah, uh. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if we had uh, Cam Newton money, but I, I don't think I'll yeah. be us. So yeah, but that is it, it. Doesn't make any sense. All right, so let's keep going to clip because it gets it's more maddening. You think that's bad? You can you can work hard and still um, come up short. Right, oh, because yeah. this game, no shit. The NFL no is, shit. is extremely hard. It's called Philip Rivers. It's just like details or everything. And I look at Cam and I think, talented, but good hell yeah. is he distracted. Yes, and to me, the play always distracted. Is about his whole is sixteen to what ten, and about? the ball's on the ground right in front of Cam Newton. He has the opportunity to go get okay, that ball. That ball. is not oh God, the time to get the alligator arms. It's you got to pull teeth, pull hair, eyelids, whatever you got to do to get that football back. Cam didn't want to get hurt. He didn't want no part of that. And when uh, I, a lot of the coaches, teams I played on, especially when championships, it's infuriating. when that ball's on you the You look ground, at the other angle pop. and you go, there's no Everybody reason he should. and their mom is on top of that ball. Shut up, Trying Rezzy to pull Bush. jerseys, hair, whatever like, they can to man. get that football back. Coach Carroll used to and always preach so, you that. You were such a when bitch the ball's when on you the ground, played, too. It has to be ours. It's not 50-50. It has to be our ball. And if you Cam's got Cam's a fight, freaking kick, warrior. Crack, we watch. Fight, all right. Kick, scratch, whatever yeah, turn, you got. Turn him off, man. We, nah, we, there's more. Him. There's more. There is, it's, it's crazy. We got to listen to this other part. But we watched together. We watched the show. We didn't see a Cam Newton who was timid. You know? So here, look, yeah, there's yeah. more. Listen to this. My shoulder every day. I've got to do And I'm like, yeah. Oh, listen to this. This is, they're going to talk about Drew Brees uh, The other company I used to work at, it's midsummer, mm -hmm. and Drew Brees was there for a fly-in, fly-out, you know, the car wash. He yeah. did four shows. Middle of the day, he's like, I had 40 minutes. He's in the gym, sweating. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. you, you, aren't you on? He goes, yeah, <laughs> I had 40 minutes. He raced to the gym. Yeah. He's doing it. He goes, my shoulder every day, I've got to do it. And I'm like... Yeah. That is committed in between a hit on one show, yeah. running yeah, to the gym just, to get a 40, and then basically put a dress shirt on and run. Back. Right. So then he goes on. They do the same thing. Then they talk about Drew Brees. All right. Here, here's here's Reggie Bush talking about Drew Brees. There's no sunlight out. There's one car in the parking lot. It would be Drew's car. And he'd be already in the facility, in the film room, studying film. So he's in there before the coaches. <laughs> Right, and so that tells you all you need to know about Drew. Now, I'm not saying Cam Newton doesn't do those kinds of things. Yes, you are. But whatever he's doing right now is yeah, not translating exactly to victories, you know, for the team. And he's been injured, so then you have to factor in that on top of it. Because if you're gonna, I'm watching a a, a clip from him from 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 that video, uh, talking about how he's the bear, right? He sets the tone. He's the guy. Well, if that's Let's the case, then. Um, you got to be able to man up or do whatever you can to will your team to victory. Uh, when you're injured, right? Because we've oh, seen quarterbacks play through injuries. Yes, yes. Listen, it gets crazier, that, dude. You know his shoulder injury he had. He could play through. But look, I know he's going to reference Jordan I've here. Seen 
a lot of the great ones play through injury and make you think that, man, was he ever injured? Like, I, I wasn't sure. Like, when Michael Jordan had that performance. Somebody drug test. Never played quarterback. Drug test and, this mug. All right, so two things. The reason, uh, and Lynn in the chat room says, why are we listening to this garbage? Right? Uh, is this. is because we have to say, we most of the people that are in the chat room right now have watched All or Nothing. We have, and most, and I know that Lynn, above anybody, has followed this team as closely as closely as anybody can, right? So we see. Now, yes, we are, we are, we are biased because we love the team, but we see a lot of data, right? And in this case, these people have seen not only a little bit of data, but they have refuted that data entirely, being all or nothing. Because I'd like to point out this one episode of all or nothing cam newton is riding to the stadium on a scooter in leggings and it's like 4 30 in the morning there's not a single car on the road in charlotte and it's morning time like it's yeah. dark but it's morning time so here we have evidence that cam newton gets to the stadium before people well you know what i'm saying like shows up when before the roosters are crowing on top of that you're trying to tell me that cam newton didn't will his way through injuries and play hurt. The man broke his freaking back and walked out of the hospital with the hospital bracelet on and won a damn game for the Carolina Panthers. If anybody has played through injury, it's him. So here I come back to this statement, Cody, about politics and look, I know that a lot of people are get so sensitive on issues of politics, but if you're that sensitive over this, then maybe you're the one that should be listening at this point. And that is when we when we look at all of this evidence and then you close your eyes and say I still believe what I believe, you're a child. A petulant little child. Who has already determined what they believe? B. Amos 85 says, Reggie sound like a bitter baby mama. And, and dude, listen, uh, none of that stuff really even bothers me. Like I said, I have resigned. It bothers myself. me. We watched the freaking show. They no, didn't no, watch no, the show, Cody. I don't it, think they even me. watched the show. That's no, what I say. They, they I believe all, that. Listen, none of these people are watching the games like we do. And, and I, what you just said, They've already made up their minds that Cam Newton is uh, what they think it is, even though they have images that show them to the contrary. Like they have video footage of Cam Newton rolling into the stadium early. So in, in my mind, they're always going to say that shit. The thing that really pisses me off is Reggie Bush talking about Cam Newton, saying that he doesn't do any of those things, when, one, Reggie Bush has never and could never do a quarter of the things on the football field that Cam Newton did. Cam Newton won a Heisman in college. Well, so did like Reggie Bush. Okay. Did, did, but, but whatever. And so okay, Re the, so here, as I would Cam say, he Newton can't do half the things. Cam that Newton did it on both levels. Reggie Bush was never a, a, a change-the-game football player like Cam Newton is. And, dude, it's like that's why I called him a beta male. If it was on some life or death, listen, Reggie Bush is never saying that in front of Cam Newton. Reggie Bush would never say that directly to Cam Newton. 
No, because he would get yeah, bitch slapped. But can man. we bring this up back to the very beginning? Of, place. What about this? He's a little too busy. Some of the how about this? You remember the beginning of that that segment where he said, you know, kids these days essentially because of yeah. social media, they're worried about their brand first and they forget and about the game. Old, by the way. Wait, let can I remind you that Reggie Bush was surrounded in scandal in college, was on a fucking reality right. TV show? A reality TV show was a guy that did all of those things he's saying he did. He is more of what he is describing than Cam Newton. Didn't he date a Kardashian? Yes, that's the red. That's the reality show. He was on the Kardashians. He dated Kim Kardashian before freaking or one of the Kardashians. I don't know. Whatever. One of those girls. it's, It's a beta male. And that's a wicker man talking about a bigger stronger man and it, it, it's like dude you come on like just shut up you're making yourself look dumb uh, i i mean I, I don't they're never going to change their minds and we're going to lose that battle every time because it doesn't matter what cam newton does he could win the next 10 super bowls and oh it's not going to be enough it'll be uh diva or whatever they want to call them but at the end of the at the end of the line just know your place, man. You're not a half of the player that Cam Newton is. And you that's what, what I, You know what I got to say? Let me go to my boys. I'll start getting dripping yeah. like Leaky Falls. Now who a bitch, yeah. Cal Herd. Now who a snitch, yeah. Reggie Bush. Now who the shit, nigga? Yeah. C3. Now who the shit, yeah. yeah. New N. Now who you with, nigga? Yeah. With who you with, nigga? Yeah. Yeah. Panthers. Rock shit, nigga. Yeah. Who pop shit? Panthers. Nigga, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Wow. <laughs> you wow. jerk. Such a wow. jerk. You may wow. be the biggest jerk I've ever met. <laughs> wow. That's all I got to say, man. All right. Wow. <laughs> no, it, right. it was it was fun. Okay. It made me right. <laughs> It made you laugh at me, right? Yeah. You laughed at me? Do you think yeah. you think less of me now or something? <laughs> yeah, a, a little bit. Yep. <laughs> That's messed up. You should think higher, of me, Jeff. You should think. You said I. I, would, I mean, where's your shit at? <laughs> I can't say. The other thing is, uh, what is this, this other song I wanted to think of? Is uh, can't hold me down to. But I can't say. It, it's kind of like that little dicky line. Like I can't say the in drop you know what i'm saying even with yeah. the a at the end but i like i like the phrase i don't get to say it but anytime anybody says it, i'm like that's like i like the one that's business <laughs> bitch business you know what i'm saying the one that got business yeah <laughs> like that one yeah this is the widest segment to ever be on the this podcast. oh shut up so everybody look they like red man and meth man and the and the, look the, how about this see this is the young book but I guess I should have rapped in three word rhymes. Kim, hey man, no, don't that's what these new me, kids do. Is these new kids they can only say three words in a row? Hey man, listen, don't put me on. Don't don't put that evil on me, Tony. Don't. Rex Smith don't said, "Don't quit evil. your day job. Don't worry, son. Don't worry. <laughs> My night job I do for free. You know I'm yeah. not quitting the day job. Shit." I did this job for free and it ain't 
<laughs> nah. I know one uh, thing is I'm a writer. That's it. Yeah. I'm a writer. All right. And so, all right, let's go uh, so on listen, to cat calls. Uh, yeah, let's do some cat calls. Let's see what we got. So what are your we thoughts on cat calling? Yeah, it's pretty you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good, like... What's up, fellas? Really big fan here. This is Anthony. Out here in California, watching you guys for the first time live. Really cool thing. I uh, was listening to your guys' podcast. Good name, by the way, Anthony. And you guys were talking about how Cam really hasn't had any solid weapons around him outside of Ted Ginn and Steve Smith. Is it too early to say that DJ Moore is the third best wide receiver he's ever seen or ever played with? Thank you, guys. Keep pounding. All right, let me pause that there. Tough question. Uh, thank you, Anthony. Great name right there. Um, <laughs> strong name. Good. All right, so yeah. DJ, what do you think about that? I'm going to ask um, the young buck this because the young buck, like what's that? You you know Steve Smith because Cody's so much younger than me. He knows like Steve Smith, like LaFell's the only other guy you remember. <laughs> Don't try me, Tony. Don't, don't, don't try me. You already made fun of me. I'm about to make, I'm coming after you. Hey, come at me, bro. I'm poking at at weaknesses. (laughs) Uh, uh, Listen, uh, it's it's tough to say. I mean, it's certainly possible. DJ Moore only, he only has one year under his belt uh, as of right now, but he's certainly a player that the Panthers have a lot of uh, hope and faith in that he's going to turn into something special. I count myself amongst them. I think DJ Moore, um, you know, he needs to tighten up a few things, but no doubt he has incredible talent. He is a 99 percentile athlete. Uh, I knew that when I scouted him a little bit coming out of Maryland. Uh, DJ Moore is the man. Uh, he just has to turn it on, run uh, some better, more precise route runnings. And um, and then, yeah, for sure. As of, But as of right now, I don't know if I'd put him – there yet. Did he say I, Moose? I, I did he say Moose? Some... Rewind. Uh, I'm without rewinding the call. Did he say who was the second? He said Moose, right? Number two. Yeah. Okay. So Smith, Smitty, Moose. Is that what he said? That. Let me see. Let me listen. Played with. Thank you guys. Hold on. Forever played with. Is it too early to say that DJ Moore is the third best wide receiver he's ever seen or ever played with? Thank you, guys. Keep pounding. All right, so he didn't. Uh, maybe he didn't say. So we we're saying Smitty Moose, and then, you know, that the tough part about that, Cody, is is that that shows you the difficulty that the Panthers have had in establishing a guy other than Steve Smith on this team. Yeah, uh, I mean, and listen, we've we've said that for a while. Um, I don't know who you would put number three. Um, I, I wouldn't. I mean, listen. I, I have hope that DJ Moore Keyshawn Johnson, baby. I mean, it's very simple. The uh, and actually, he didn't play with Keyshawn. That was before him. That was David Moore. So that's who he's played with. What Cam Newton has played with has only been Smitty, and that's it. I mean, I mean, it, you know what? Uh, oh, uh, he said Ted Ginn. Thank you. Thanks, Carl. All right. So Smitty, yeah. Ted Ginn. Yeah. So now. 
you're thinking about this is, of course, I mean, is that actually I would say the third best was Christian McCaffrey. He just turns out to be a running back. Yeah, and then uh, we've had this conversation before. Greg Olson is a tight end. Right. And, oh, uh, and Greg, not a yeah. receiver, but Greg Olson uh, has been his most reliable receiver since 2011. I mean, for a longer period of time, you know. So, I mean, I, I, I'd put Greg up there, even though he's not a receiver. He's I was been, thinking, uh, though, what about this, right. though, is that Steve Smith, really Cam has played with, I think about this is that Moose, you got Steve Smith, then you got Moussin Muhammad, and then you've got, I don't even know. Who do you put as the third, the next guy? There's a lot of arguments. Could you, would you say, I'm just saying historically, not someone that Cam has played with, but even just historically with the Carolina Panthers, it has been a, a difficult time. It's not been a position we've had a ton of success with. You think back, we had Rocket Ishmael in the 90s. Then we had um, maybe Keyshawn came in in the late end of his career. You're talking about Keyshawn Johnson, who was like 45 years old at the time, and we're still we're naming him in the list. Kerry Colbert, Masim uh, Muhammad. It has not been – there's not been a ton of – there's not a legacy at that position for the Carolina Panthers. So I don't think it would be hard – for DJ Moore to climb into that conversation really quickly. Yeah, 100%. I mean, he has a, an incredibly uh, talented skill set. I think Curtis Samuel is going to be a blockbuster wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. We just haven't seen it yet. Um, he's another I'm one on the DJ needs, Moore uh, train. I'm not letting y'all bully me with this Curtis Samuel mess yet. Hey, man. Curtis Samuel is the truth. I mean, they, they're but listen, they're both very similar. Yes, I mean, I, I yeah, know, we've yeah, about listen, seen the same amount. They're they're yards after the catch guy. I think DJ Moore is a little p- more powerful, a little bit bigger, and more durable. But I think Curtis Samuel, as a receiver, separates better and runs his routes a little bit cleaner uh, and with more polish. So Curtis Samuel is a badass man, and with both of them potentially entering their prime at the same time. I mean, those are two perimeter weapons that Cam Newton has never had at the same time. So the sky is the limit for both of them. That our team hasn't had. It's a crazy thought to think of. Go back and think of this, folks, is who are the best wide receivers in Panther history after number three? Who's number three, essentially? Smitty, Moose, right? Who's next? Right, you pick at that point, and then when you're already talking about at that in that conversation, the top five, and you're saying guys like um, Kerry Colbert, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what the hell? Or somebody said Marvin McNutt. <laughs> I like that answer. Ricky Pro, how about that? Ricky Pearl in his old oh, age. Oh, yeah. Pearl was a damn good receiver. But mostly for damn the Rams good. and the Cardinals, yeah. you know? So, interesting. But uh, tough call. I would say I am with you on DJ Moore, though. I like DJ Moore. I know the hype right now is on Curtis Samuel. And I hope together they grow and they turn into this immaculate tandem. Yeah, the dynamic duo, man. The thunder and lightning. The fire and water. Kill yeah. them out there. That's what we need, man. Cam needs that. He deserves that. So, you know what? The cat calls line got good to Anthony. He came back for more. Yep.
Hey, fellas. Anthony again. I'm just so excited to be able to, like, voice my opinions and thoughts with some other Panther fans. That's why we made this show. I've been waiting to find a community like you guys for a while. Thank you, Uh, man. I know there's not much to talk about this time of the season, and I may have missed it. Uh, but what are your guys' stat projections for, you know, Cam? Do you think he goes over 4,000 yards again Yes, tough year? questions. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, yeah. is he going 1,000-1,000? I've heard some talks about DJ Moore being an 80-plus catch guy over 1,000 yards. I just wanted to hear what your guys' thoughts were for each of the each of the starters. So, thanks, fellas. Keep pounding. Look, th- man, Anthony, thank you for those calls. Shout out Great to questions. you. Shout out to you because when you call it a community, awesome. when you say that you wanted to be a part of this, this is the very that's what we that's what we just do on Tuesdays. That's what we do. Yeah, we hang man. out together and talk football. And those are tough they're great questions, Cody. They are thought provoking questions. And better than can you make a list of this of who is elite? That was our question we made. And we yeah, but real, but real quick, I want to add my two cents on that too. You know, we really are a community, man. Like every Tuesday night, I'm happy to see Underground West and Lynn and Ten and Chill One and like, Susan. Really are, yeah, man, we have Lynn, we have yeah. an awesome, it's we have an candy. awesome community here. Ken D, we thank you all for coming and chilling with us and hanging out. We're trying to grow the show, push it to new heights, and you guys are helping every Tuesday night and with every other show that we do. So you know, we love you. Thank you for the support. Um, listen, as far as the stats and the numbers are concerned, I really only have one number in my head that I would like to see happen, and that's for Christian McCaffrey, uh, a 1,000-yard receiver, a 1,000-yard rusher on the ground, and I think that's doable for him. Cam Newton, I would love for him to throw for 4,000, but it's not necessary in my opinion. I mean, if Cam Newton plays as he did in 2015. Yeah, well, in this league, you got to throw for 4,000. Yeah. That's I mean, what I would say. If yeah, he throws I mean, for four, if he throws in less than 4,000, I'll be disappointed. And I hope that he doesn't because I know that we're capable. I think I, he's going to throw 5,000 yards this year. And, and I want people to, people like Colin Cowturd to shut up about it. We want to put these idiots, these beta males in their place. So, yeah, I hope that does happen. <laughs> But, you better watch uh, out. Cody will cook you right in front of somebody if you don't watch <laughs> out. I'm, I'm running with those. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't about no beta male shit on the C3 podcast. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, I would love for Cam Newton to throw for 4,000 yards, but the, the one that I really have in my mind is McCaffrey, 1,000 yards through the air and on the ground, and I think that's doable. Look at Trill 1 with the best one. I like Trill 1's comment. I want DJ to get 1,000. Yeah. When's the last time awesome. we had a thousand? Probably. Was uh, McCaff- did McCaffrey get a thousand pass in last year? No. Probably Kelvin Benjamin. No, he didn't make it. I don't think he made it to a thousand. In two thousand fourteen, I think he touched his. He didn't. Did he crest it? Yeah. I thought over. he got like nine hundred eighty nine, but maybe okay. Or maybe I'm wrong. Hey, listen, uh, chat room. If if I'm wrong, correct me. But nah, I believe all right. that. Uh, I like that stat. I like a thousand yards. You know, DJ had like 900 yards last year, 800 yards last year. He was awesome. Um, Stats for me. I want to see Christian McCaffrey get 100 catches. That's what I want. Ten Tizzy says KB was the last one, but then Carl Vance said no, he was short of it. 
Okay. So I don't know. We, we might have to research this. But yeah, so you said 100. Uh, say that one more time. I want I want Christian McCaffrey to get 100 catches. That's okay. what I want. I think That's that that means that like we're playing smart. We're crushing mugs. Yeah, for sure. You know, so using him to the best of his ability. Yeah, and I mean, I want Cam to have five. I want Cam to have a killer passing season. I just want Cam okay. to be lights out for a year to shut up everybody. So those are my stats. That's what I want. And yeah. what is lights out? 5,000 yards. But like Ken D said in the chat room, we'll take 4,999 yards, 45 touchdowns, 45 and five touchdowns, picks. Five interceptions. I'll take yeah, that one too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm on that. I'm on I will that take that. So if we are short of 4,000 by that, 45 touchdowns, five picks, I'm okay with that. Yeah, All me right. too. Let's get back. In, look, first, you're listening to C3 Panthers podcast. Every Tuesday night, we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. You can be a part of this podcast by smashing that thumbs up button, subscribing to the podcast, being a participant in chat, and also calling into the Cat Calls line. The number is 252-228-5098. Let's keep going through with the calls. Let's see who we got next. Afternoon, chaps. Feels a bit hey! phoning you on a Sunday. My boy, but, Rich. Uh, yeah, all or nothing. Rich. Uh, I'm only five in. I haven't binge-watched the whole lot, but I'm nearly done. Um, really, if really you're super sensitive um, the best bits are to the bits on the game film, actually. I think we get to see quite a Peace lot out, of that, folks. and we chat about it so much. But the, the Josh Norman phone call was just hilarious. Yeah, that um, was And all these other bits, and, and McCaffrey telling his jokes and the stuff like that. Um, They're nerds. Yeah, I think nerds. Those, those have been really great. Um, Cam Newton is magnificent. Um, as I say, there's now only two reasons to not like Cam Newton. One is people are jealous of him, and the other is the same old, plain, boring one that we've all alluded to for many years. Um, yeah, no, he's great. What he's a, he's a leader of men, and he just likes to wear funny clothes. If you think they're funny, um, but absolutely brilliant. Very interesting that the shoulder had gone. At the Giants game. Do you know what? I looked at that. You guys, you're going to have to go back and look at this. Um, I think he hurt it when he threw the block on the defensive end. Oh, don't I say that. It as soon as that tape happened, it's the way he's holding himself. If anyone goes back, Cody, if you go back and watch it again, because there was right. a bit of a highlight made from that, that he threw the block. But take a look at how he's holding himself in a quite a still manner after that. And I think he led with his right shoulder. Anyway, looking forward to the rest of it. Looking forward to your analysis, which I'll listen to later in the week. Okay, take care, guys. Keep uh, so I, I haven't, I haven't uh, heard that one before, and that's an interesting one. That uh, that crackback block that that Cam Newton throws. Uh, that maybe that was the the advent of the shoulder injury. Uh, and it certainly, I mean, hey, why, why wouldn't it be possible? First up, shout out to Susan Deans for jumping Why you gotta steal my thunder, man? That's what I was gonna roll with. Hey, thank hey, you, man, I'm, hey man, I'm stealing your Susan thunder. After that rap song, I, I deserve the right to steal your Susan thunder. <laughs> Cowherd. Reggie Bush. C3. New and. Now who you with, nigga? With who you 
Panthers. Panthers. Come on. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Susan. I still stole your Susan Dean Stander show. Yeah, you did. Yeah, but you can't steal the mic from this motherfucker. Yeah, that is right. You cannot. I will not pass it off. It's my mic. Now, let me tell you. Sending shit on us tonight. So it took away all my power. <laughs> I'm the powerful one. Damn right. it. So we're going back to this. Now, I do want to bridge Rich's call. Thank you, Ken- Rich. That tells you this. Look, we're across the pond. Thank you, Rich Kingston. Tremendous Panthers fan. That's our Sherlock Holmes right there. Yeah. Uh, two things is that, um, well, one is, well, not two. I said two things and I said one. That's silly. When we were watching those things, everybody wanted to see the T.J. Watt hit as being the one that started the injury. Yeah, it wasn't right. It was already bothering him before. I think it's yeah. a progress. It was a progression. That's what I think. I don't think it's a one thing that ruined it. Now, if it was, it is because on one hand they didn't show a lot of this. There was a certain deterioration in his throwing power. You know, it was, he looked hurt, he was nursing soreness, but when we watched that show, it wasn't like he was coming forward and saying, I can't throw the ball. You know, it was a, I won't say a slow progression, because it was faster than we thought it was, but it was a deterioration of his shoulder strength. Yeah, it was a a very clear deterioration of his shoulder strength over time, and it seems like every game... Uh, it got a little bit worse and a little bit worse. Uh, that dude, that reliving that Saints game, and I know we'll, we'll we'll talk about it in another video. But reliving that Saints game, that's a tough one, man. Because that's a, I mean, listen, this is what gives me hope about our team this season. The Panthers were a bet were damn near a better football team than the Saints were last year, and look how far the Saints. You know, Cam Newton didn't have as good of an offensive line as New Orleans did, obviously. But Cam Newton can make that kind of magic happen. He's done it before. This is a team that was in almost every game that they lost, minus the Pittsburgh game. This is a talented football team, and we've added pieces to it. So watching that that Saints game and Cam Newton just not being able to throw the ball but 15 yards. I mean, David Tepper was losing his mind. It's it's it, it was it was hard to watch, man. It seems hard like the chat room is on my side when it comes to my rhyme scheme. No, they're on the hot boy side, not your side or young boys or whatever the. Whatever <laughs> nah, the Red I Man Method Man blackout album, nineteen ninety nine, the best thing ever. All right, I was nine years old, man. You were nine yeah, years old, man. We were I damn did, riding around. Me. We were on the roof smoking love. the blunts in this mess. Listen to that nonstop. Love. I love Method Man now, but I didn't know who it was. Method Man now? Shoot, you should have loved him then. He was the best then. All right, so the other thing, though, when the you hear the stupid count. I was on Outcast before everybody. No, you were not. You yeah, were in I, diapers I, I, when we were all listening. We were listening to Outcast when you were in diapers, dude. And I was in diapers listening to Stank on you, brother. What's no, up? What's Stank. Up? No. <laughs> no, man. We were listening to. If you. You got to go back. Wait. Is it. Uh, 
you, me, and you, your mama and your cousin too, coming up slamming Honda. Oh, uh, we man. changed the li- lyrics. Coming up slamming Honda Civic Dose. That's what you said. Nah, no, man. Aquimini, AT Aliens. AT Aliens. We're talking I, about all I of. Grew up on all of that. You ain't telling you me. You didn't grow up on that. Though. You were in. Nah, look at this. J Dub says I was on Outcast in '91. Cody don't know about Thirty Six Chambers. Cast rules everything around me. Listen, say it. Cream, dollar dollar bill, y'all. Sorry. Listen, elevators. That's what it is. I grew up. On some outcast, on some big boy, on some ludicrous. So don't tell me I ain't got no. Oh my gosh. I no oh raps. my gosh. I All bet right. you I beat you in a rap battle. That's for sure. No, nah, because I'm going to go KRS one on you. But, Bro, uh, what? Whoop, whoop, sound what? up, police. Ask the, ask, whoop, the room, ask the chat room who would win in a rap battle. Oh. Me or you. Come on. Just on. Come on, chat. Let us have it. Me or Tony. Nah. Come on. You have to answer, too. We're, we're making it awkward See, for everyone. Carl Van said, I'm 41. I'm 37, Carl Van. AT Aliens came out when I was like 17. Yeah, right, bro. We were the, that was the <laughs> pimp mess. Good Lord. All right. So the other thing is that you hear them talk junk about Cam Newton and his wardrobe being too attentive to his brand. I kind of think about this is that what do nerds do? They do like to not get in trouble they do nerdy mess. You know what I'm saying? So like you actually probably did want, so you would be more worried about Cam Newton hanging out with Carl and me, Carl Van and I, than you would him wearing capris and these Gucci slippers. Right. You know, is that because if you're hanging out with Carl and I, we're going to get into some mess. Cam Newton is hanging out with some dude that works and doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like they're nerds. <clears throat> Thank you, Anthony. You Shout wonderful name. Anthony. Look at that. And- That's a generous, so generous. You guys look is I don't want to ask for your donations, but we are thankful for them. It's wonderful that you guys feel that investment to this community. Fantastic. Thank you for and being a part you, of the show. Anthony, for calling into the show. We loved your calls, man. Continue to call in, join us for this season. We're going to have a good damn time, man, watching Panthers football. And hopefully watch the Panthers bring it all home, baby. All of us together. That's what we're trying to do. Jonas. Jake DeLum says, I heard Tony's a closeted Jonas Brothers fan, too. I heard that, too. I don't even, I don't know who the Jonas Brothers are. Yeah, we believe you. Sure. Yeah, Tony definitely doesn't vibe out to the Jonas Brothers. Next cat call. Next cat call. (laughs) Hey, guys, it's Nova Black again. I forgot. That's oh wait, maybe I, I skipped this call. What's up, C three? Yep. Um, it's Nova Black. It's been a while. Black. But I had to call in and I uh, wanted to share my thoughts on the My the Man All or Nothing. My man. Um All right, tune out your ears if you want you don't want spoilers. Off the double or nothing, uh, part one. And I'm hoping that uh, I catch this chat call at the end of the podcast. You know, but in my opinion, you know, I re- I'm really glad that I get I got to see inside of, of the organization the way I did. Cam's yeah, leadership too. was on full display. You see what he means to the organization. 
you know, how, how well he is ingratiated with Coach Rivera and, and the new owner, David Tepper. Um, you know, like you said, it definitely made Greg Olsen look even more perfect. Luke looks like a coach on the field that, you know, True we that. all hope that he will one yes, day, sir. you know, return to coach for the Panthers when he retires. Um, I mean, it, it was amazing just looking at it, but my take on, um, hope I'm not going too far, or Dante Jackson, um, it's just from a personal perspective, uh, when I was a young Marine, you know, I was, I was, I was still a rookie. I was so eager to learn and, and I didn't know all the rules and regulations and the laws surrounding my particular job at the time. Yep. It was kind of like him. You know, he keeps getting in his own way, making the same mistakes because he's he's talented and he knows he's talented. And looking at the tape, he's playing off trying to bait the quarterback, and it keeps fighting him in the ass. Um, but I think yeah. he's just so competitive, and he's judging himself really hard and hearing everybody else keep telling him something that he already knows and sees on film. Uh, it the redundancy of it all becomes annoying, and I can totally relate to that, but it definitely shows how much of a rookie he is to the league. But I definitely think that yeah. uh, they shortchanged a couple of players. Great point. And even though I kind of felt, you know, I got left hanging on, you know, on content, I still feel like... See, thank uh, you. Thank you, Nova. I, I'm... I'm I'm like, I'm happy. I'm proud to be a Panther fan. I can say that. And hey, you keep Nova, Nova's smartest dude. One of Nova's the smartest fan. people I know. Nova's He's so smart. Colleges, He's so smart though. That's the it's thing is he is so smart. Like he sees into events very well, and yes, he, he said it exactly what I. He said it better than I said it. And what I mean, he, he said it like I would have liked to have said it. And that is, while we were lacking on so much, I'm really glad to see what I saw. What a wonderful yeah. call, man. So much props to Nova Black on that. I cannot tell you how much. That was a moving ending to that call. So much so, he comes back for round two, Cody. Let's do it. Hey, guys, it's Nova Black again. I forgot that something that I wanted to say. You got the um, mic, brother. I think the guy who stood out the most to me in in, in this thing was Mr. David Tepper. See, and yes. then the guy so who kind of, uh, I kind of like feel like, you know, got became unagreciated with me. I'm gonna say Devin Funches. I understand Funches going through a lot, but that inconsistency wasn't just in Detroit. And I, I had I gotta do me a ice up pick. I gotta do me a ice oh, up pick. What you got, bro? Do it, man. It came across my Twitter feed the other day that this idiot decides that he wants to set his girlfriend on fire <laughs> and ends up setting himself on fire <laughs> and had to go yeah. to the hospital for several severe burns. Uh, uh, that guy, ice I want to say ice up. Son. <laughs> you got what you deserve. Uh, all right, guys, he you know what? It turns out he didn't want to burn his girlfriend. He prote protested like the monk in Vietnam. Protest, guys. Nova just crushed it tonight. 
Thank you, Nova, for being a part of this show for so long, too. That's another thing. Yeah, Nova's the man. Uh, I mean, everything from the the draft show to the insight. Yeah, to man. The, then, yeah, yeah. He got and, us the take from yeah, Carolina State. Sure, and, and Nova, uh, Nova hit us with the uh, uh, with the pick. But also, I love that he mentions David Tepper. And I said this during our Sunday show. Be sure to check it out. We're going through all the episodes of All or Nothing. Um, I'm so happy that David Tepper is the owner of the Carolina Panthers. This is a man that that you're just you, this guy knows what he's doing. He's willing to put the team in front of everything else. Uh, I mean, he understands the necessity of a practice bubble, of putting the uh, the Panther at midfield. We've already had a good draft, and now, and I know everyone's been talking about this on Twitter. David Tepper is hell bent on bringing professional soccer to Charlotte. And that'll be a, a, another huge deal. Yeah, Tim Tizzy just brought it up. David Tepper has a vision for it feels like not only the Carolina Panthers, but the city of Charlotte as a whole. And I know I'm a little bit biased, but I live in the middle of Charlotte. So I love it. I love the impact that he's had. And I feel he's going to continue to do the best things for the Carolina Panthers. I love what he's doing. All right, next call. Hey, Panthers podcast, how's it doing? No, this G, is a okay. What a great I lineup tonight. My boy, G. I've talk to you guys, but hey, I've been busy and some things have happened. Now, I might be That's late. Good, I know you guys probably been binge watch the living, watch the living hell out of all for nothing Carolina Panthers. Yeah. I just got done watching it. That was a very, very good program. Incredible. But I called you guys to talk about it really quick. Wasn't that one part towards the end where Thomas Davis left, Julius Peppers left, and Kyle, and Kyle Lee left, whatever? Wasn't that the saddest shit you've seen in your damn life? I swear. It was, I felt man. bad, man. I it, really it, did. I mean, it I know really that was. was. Everything, but, you know, they could be like, damn, man, I just can't believe it, man. You know, but, hey, things have to keep pro- progressing, you know. That's the way I look at it. I still see us, you know, winning the Super Bowl this year, you know, and doing good and surprising a lot of people. I know you've seen that shit on Twitter. I think it's on Facebook, too. They got us going 8-8 eight and eight or some bullshit. Yeah, that's a next, of course they got, great you know, segue. Clinching AMC South and Atlanta having a better record than us and Tampa right behind us. I don't see it, man. I don't. I really, really do feel and believe that we will take the South this damn year. I'm telling you, with that damn 3-4 defense, we're going to surprise a lot of damn people, man. Thank you, Joe. So, give me your thoughts on that very, very sad moment with Thomas Davis, you know, had to leave, and Julius Peppers retired, and Kathleen yeah. retired, you know. Tell me, guys, what you damn think, and I always remember, man, keep pounding. My man. Gee, look, what a lineup tonight. From first-time yeah. callers to heavy hitters like Nova to cool as a mug like G. Cavassier. Man, Can't beat fantastic, it. Can't fantastic beat it. question. Um, so, let's talk about the rankings. How about that? That's what he asked. He said, yeah. or the predictions, right? The predictions were, and hold on, I'm trying to pull them up right now. Um, I, I, I sent them to you in the uh, hangout. Okay. Oh, all right. Then I know exactly how to get them. If I can find our mess. You're looking for our number that USA Today said? Yeah. Which one? You sent it? I don't see yeah. It. I don't see it. 
I sent it in the uh, Hangout chat. I'll drop it again. I think you sent it. Well, okay. Yeah, drop it again. Tell me this. Is that... So right now, before the discussion of... We're going to talk about the 8-8. Eight eight. That's what they call in the Panthers out. I thought that... Um, so one of the things is a lot of... I was surprised by... All I did is say 8-8, eight eight, the Panthers are, are... Well, I actually said here are the rankings or the predictions discuss on Twitter. I got a ton of feedback on Twitter when it comes to those th- those rankings right like where those predictions and then most of them were like they seemed it was fair okay all right i see it now um so here let's just quickly so like hey they the panthers were eight and eight they had the panthers at they had the browns at 10 and six look i'm okay with them being hot on the browns because of the name recognition that's come colts 10 and six the Jaguars ten and six. How are you gonna put the Panthers eight and eight? The Jaguars at ten and six. The Los Angeles Chargers twelve and four bothered me when we're talking about a nine and seven Cowboys team, a twelve and four Minnesota Vikings team. Twelve and four. But you're gonna put the Atlanta Falcons at eleven and five, the New Orleans Saints at ten and six. And the Carolina Panthers, 8-8. Eight and eight. You know what I got to say to you assholes at the USA today? Thank you. Thank you very much. Because we always do great when y'all brothers be sleeping on us. That's my word. I can't say the other word, but, but y'all well, brothers be sleeping on us. Well, well uh, so in my opinion, man, like it, it, this all rests on Cam Newton. And it's either all these writers that write this, Number one, either they don't believe that he's going to be healthy enough or they just don't believe in Cam Newton and they're the type of people that are like Colin Cowherd and uh, Reggie Beta Male Bush. So, you know, I mean, if you look at the amount of talent that we have on the football team, um, the the I mean, listen, and I've said this before, the most important thing that we did this offseason was invest in the offensive line. Daryl Williams is back. Matt Paradis at center is huge. We drafted, uh, hopefully, a franchise left tackle. I mean, if Cam Newton has time to throw the football, the guy can make every play on the field. And with the reinvigorated defense, with added pass rush, I mean, this is a this is a contender football team. This was a contender football team last year, but Cam Newton was hurt, and we underachieved on defense. So, I mean, I, I don't. I don't care what any other uh, publication puts out. In my mind, we're anywhere from twelve and uh, twelve and four or better. In, in my opinion, tremendous shout out to Zach Kiesler. Uh, he said he donated to the show. Hope this helps you guys keep doing what you're doing. You're awesome. Keep pounding. Uh, but Cody, roll tight. He's throwing the shot at you right uh, now. Hey, roll tight. Hey, you front. All y'all are front runners. Go ECU. R. Hey, thanks for the four ninety nine, Zach. But uh, that's gonna be baby, our rap battle. Apple. It's gonna be how the pirates versus the tigers. And I love tigers, but I'm gonna eat you alive. Yeah, probably not though. But okay, whatever. What do you, you okay. mean, whatever? I mean, hey, there's only one champion in college football right now. It's not Alabama. It's not ECU. 
pretty sure it's the Clemson Tigers. Yeah, that's right. That's what you get. Um, okay. <laughs> Pathetic. Dang. All right, mister. You'll be my ice up. You'll be like one of the you might tell her. You already made your decision. You already made your choice. And you still won't rap battle me, what's up? I will. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll get ready. It's gonna take a lot of getting ready for me, but um, all right. All right, so let's do this. I'm gonna do this. So you said we're gonna be twelve and four, right? Yeah, twelve and four better. All right. So week one. Let's real quickly. Are we we'll doing do this now? No, we can do it real quick. Right. Panthers open with the Rams. Do the Panthers start off one and the W, yes. The, every year we've knocked off the previous winner of the Super Bowl. I'm with you there. All right. Uh, I think <laughs> my vote goes one and no right there because I'll be at that game. Tough traveling west to east. We host uh, at home two home games in a row. Buccaneers next. To me, that's a W. Oh, yeah. That's a W. Uh, I don't think uh, Arians has them ready to be a, a contender yet. Next, Panthers car- at Cardinals. Kyle so you got Murray a tough game. After- you got a tough game with the Rams. A kind of an unknown game with Arians, but still think you're the better team. I don't yeah. care who you got right there. Uh, is I think we're the clearly the better team. I think we started the very worst two and one here. So in my opinion, uh, I think this will be more competitive than people gave it credit sure. for. It's gonna be yeah, like I Cam Newton's gonna... rookie game where we well, lost to and- so the Cardinals. We lost. Cam Newton had a fantastic game his rookie season yeah. and lost to the Cardinals. He did, uh, but I and, and my, we're in Arizona. Um, I think that'll be the first real test of our defense, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, the Rams have a good offense too, but Kyler Murray uh, and that type of spread offense uh, is dangerous. But yeah, I, I give us a W. Next, we go from the Cardinals. We stay on the road to the Texans. So what I think here oh, is. At this point, I think we are three and one. I don't know if we lose to the Rams or the Texans, and I don't think we should, but I just think saying four and oh, like Ken said, nineteen and oh, you know what I'm saying, is a little easy. I'm gonna say this, we're four games into the season. I think we're three and one. Either the Rams at home could be a challenge or the Texans on the road are the threats there. Mm. Ah, it hurts, man, because I'm a fan of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, he's amazing. He's but, great. But he's that fantastic. Is good, that is a good defense, but I don't know that they did enough to With, uh, fix that offense. I hope line. Matt Khalil starts. Oh, yeah, me too. Fuck it. Um, no, I haven't said 4-0. I think we're 4-0. 4-0, you homer, homer, homer. All right, well, then, Cody, okay. extend it to 5-0 and because we play the Jaguars next at home. Yeah, I do think that. Yeah, I think we easily yeah, take Nick Foles. I'm not afraid of Nick Foles at all. No, dude. no, I think that's. I think that I'm more worried about the Texans and the Rams than the Jaguars, and I may, may be more worried about the Buccaneers than I am the Jaguars. That's sad to say. Next, Panthers back at home. 
No, on the road again against the Buccaneers. I think this is the London game. Yeah, this is London. October 13th. Panthers go on the road. I will say I would not be surprised if we split with the Bucks this year just because Arians is going to bring a little excitement. But in another country, I think the Panthers are rolling here. I think we moved to 5-1 and one at this point. You're saying, what, 6-0? and oh? I'm saying six and oh man. You're such a homer. Well, hey, let's keep it rolling because then we go from London to San Francisco. Okay. You want to go seven and oh? Hey, baby. We're going what seven. A homer. And oh, my baby. Gosh. Seven and oh, baby. Let's make it eight and oh when we then go from. On the road at San Francisco to hosting the Titans. Yeah, I will. uh, I think there's a bigger chance we lose to the 49ers on the road than we lose to the Titans at home. Yeah. That's um, my bet. Yeah, I'll say eight. No. I think eight. No. I think we're six and two by week eight. Six and two by week eight. I'm telling you, I'm 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 feeling this. We're gonna drop I, a game. We're gonna drop a game. I think 49ers on the road is gonna be tough after coming from London. But you are coming off a bye week, so actually that might help a ton. I'm not, I'm not afraid of them. I don't know that I believe. We're not afraid of them. Like it's the traveling. Maybe it's Titans at home poses a challenge. Or how about this next week? Panthers at Packers. 11, 11 10, The day before my birthday. I'm more worried about the Titans than I am the Packers. It seems like the Packers are in shambles right now. Their coach has torn his ACL. He's button heads with Aaron Rodgers. What is going on? Where is Colin Cowherd? I need him to give me a take right here about how Aaron Rodgers is the worst quarterback that's ever lived that we thought was great. So He's amazing, by the way. So, fuck Colin Aaron Cowherd. Rod- Aaron Rodgers. Is- and that's another thing. Uh, that's another one that Cowherd shits on, so that should tell you more about yep. him. That's why, brother. Um, I'll say nine and one because we're eleven. Gonna, it's a eleven ten. Crazy, uh, Lamb. It's going to be on well. November. We've done well uh, against Green Bay at home. Uh, I don't know. I hope we'll do it in Green Bay, but I'll say we'll drop one right here. So you're saying the first loss comes after one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We're eight and one at that point. We're nine and one, right? Oh yeah, eight and one. No, you're uh-huh. right because of the bye. No, you're right. I think right, we're right. eight and you're two. Right. I'm saying eight and two with the after the Packers game. No, right, seven and two, seven and two, whatever that would be. Falcons at home, eleven seventeen. We're hosting the Falcons in the first of our division. We got a little division run. This is the tough end. Packer, listen to this, Cody. Packers, Falcons, Saints, Redskins, Falcons, Seahawks, Colts, Saints. And where's our yeah, first man, Saints a- game at? Where is our? Oh yeah, okay. I see it. It's, uh, yeah, that's a tough. I tell you this is that you better be eight, and one, seven and two, eight and one. Because you're gonna have to play. Play. We need to be eight and one after the Packers game because we gotta go Falcons, Saints, Redskins, Falcons, Seahawks, Colts, Saints. That's a tough 
end to this to the season? We're picking all of them, or we're just uh, quickly. All right, so here is that. I'm. I'm. Look, we think we're gonna. Do you think we sweep the Falcons? I'll ask you that. Yeah, I think this is the year that we find. I I do Do not think we. uh, I think we beat the Redskins. Okay. So you're saying we sweep the Falcons. Do you think we beat the Seahawks? I think we split with the Falcons and beat the Seahawks at home. That's my prediction. So the two to be competitive are 15 and 16. Uh, I think Russell Wilson is always going to be a competitive matchup. And in Indianapolis, they've rebuilt that team. Their offensive line is incredible now. Uh, Devin Funtis will be playing him. Um, so what yeah, are the four I'm, I'm losses more... then? Tell me your four losses. All right, so I have Green Bay. Right. Um, here's here's another one. I think the Redskins are going to be a surprise team okay. because I think Dwayne Haskins is going to come out of nowhere. And hey, remember me saying this on this show. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to come out He's of nowhere. He's going to beat the Panthers at home? No, I, I think that he's going to have a, a great season ahead of them, and they're going to be a legitimate football team. I, I think they might win the their division. I think they literally might win their division. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'll say Green Bay. I'll say Washington. I'll say we lose. See, I don't know if it's with the Saints, man. I'll say we'll lose in New Orleans and we'll I'll say Colts. So those are my four. I think if we go ten and six, I'm super happy and eleven and five is a great season. So twelve and four would be amazing. All right, yeah. guys, we've done a ton on the show tonight. People are already passing out in the chat room. Thank you so much for your your time here. We got one last segment, and that is to ice some fools up, Cody. So we've talked about, at this point, we've talked about Calturd. I've beat you in a rap battle. We've also picked the season it's for false. the rest of it. Uh, for the season, we've had some tremendous calls. Stop talking. I'm talking among Dude, you. Dude, you didn't beat me in a rap battle, man. It didn't happen. Wrong. Fake news. Uh, You're fake news. <laughs> all right so we've had a tremendous show great cat calls tonight so thank yeah. you so much for the, the the donations to each and every one of you guys um for your calls and your input the number is 252-228-5098 that's 252-228-5098 shout out to everyone in the chat room you guys have been tremendous thanks for your generosity cody what you got to ice up this week so some of you might know that um, a few months back, or almost more than a almost a year ago now, this rapper named XXX Tentacion was killed in his Ferrari. Uh, he had went to a lot and bought it cash money, and some gangsters knew where he was, ran up on him and killed him. Took all the money. Well, now later. There's this female comedian who was doing a show on Comedy Central, and she said that uh, the killer who just found where it was, killed him, and picked up the money. That sounds like the best Venmo advertisement ever. 
Oh, and, God. and she got into a lot of trouble for it. But my thing is this. Okay, so now people are sending her death threats. They're putting Who out her phone again? number on it. Who is she? I don't, I don't even remember her name, man. I wasn't even. I, I don't remember her name. Uh, but uh, she was put on blast. Her phone number was put out there. Her uh, her address. All this different shit. And listen, it's stand up comedy, man. Of course, he's not happy that he died. It's a joke. Takes shit entirely too seriously, and now they're trying to ruin this chick's life over it. It was a joke, man. People take stand up comedy way too serious. So, to everyone but hurt over people telling jokes and over this in particular joke, I say, Ice up, son. Grow uh, some balls. I got a, a needed ice up. I got to throw out there. First of all, I'm icing up my town, Greenville, North Carolina. They were the ones where at the Trump rally, they said the center back rednecks, yeah. right? center back, center back, center Like, I don't <laughs> care what our support is. It's just not a good look for our town. But my real ice up goes to this. This is, this is, this is walking the edge. I'm breaking news guys here. I'm icing up oh. Astasia Williams at A S T A. S I A W I L L. She is the Panthers social media coordinator. How about that? I'm icing up somebody whose most recent tweet was Taco Tuesday in Spartanburg. Her name is Astasia Williams. Again, I will repeat the Twitter handle at A S T A S I A W I L L. Because this is the tweet she puts out here. She puts out a tweet. Now, she is the Panthers social media coordinator. Remember that. She works for the Carolina Panthers. She says this. She puts out a tweet, and it says it's after um, Mets. Like It was an article on Bloomberg Network that said, Diehard Mets fans are going extinct and it has a picture of these fighting players like people that are just diehard fans are going extinct and she put out a tweet so she reached she quoted this she so she put, tweeted the article out and the tweet says this fans are not fans of teams anymore fans choose a player and stick with that player not hard to figure that out now I do understand that more and more we gravitate we we gravitate to personalities in the social media world we gravitate but look we've been doing this podcast for almost seven years now straight six full seasons we're about in our seventh full season i love cam newton as much as anybody but at the same time i love julius peppers as much as anybody but if you put cam newton in a damn falcon jersey i'm gonna be one sad mofo and so I just think I, I'm going to ice up Astasia Williams for this is I don't think this is a great look for the Panther social media person on top of that. She's from Baton Rouge. So here's where the real ice up comes in. I think we have a mole. Yeah, we got, we got a mole in the Panthers organization. She's from Baton Rouge. She is the Panthers media social media coordinator. Now, she's not a social media person, but... And then she's saying that we don't really pull for a team, that fans don't pull for a team. So I'm icing you up. 
And even if you believe that, you probably should keep it to yourself in that position that you work for a team and not for players. You're not an agent. So to you, Astasia Williams. We are fans. We love the Carolina Panthers. We hate the Atlanta Falcons. I piss in their Cheerios. Ice up. Ice up. All right. Ice up, son. Ice up. That's me. All right. You're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. You can find us on YouTube every Tuesday night, 9 p.m., chopping up the latest Panthers news and opinions. Sometimes, most of the times, we're on Periscope. The show was a little, it was a rough start, Cody, but the cat calls, I really felt, propelled us through this show. Fantastic phone calls, man. Make sure you're interacting with us. Hit us up on um, on all the social media outlets. I'm at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. Hit me up. Um, hey, man, you can ask any questions. Call into the cat calls line. And, hey, man, we're always down to talk some Panther football and whatever silly nonsense you got going on. So that's what's up. That's me. All right. You heard it here. Panthers news and opinions every Tuesday night. We'll see you next Tuesday. Look out for Double or Nothing Part 2 coming hopefully before the end of the week. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Subscribe to the C3 Carolina Panthers podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or anywhere you can catch an RSS feed. Check out carolinacatchronicles.com for the latest Panther news and opinions from the fan perspective. Great cash, This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.